Welcome to today's episode. Now I've noticed, pardon me, I know that I have a bit of a stuttering issue and it just keeps coming up. So if it happens and I don't say something perfectly, that is me working really hard against this stuttering that I tend to do when I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say. So please be patient and you will know You'll probably hear it when I do it. (laughs) Just move on. You'll get the message. But today's episode is how breath, movement, and vibration can create strength and more balance in your life. First off, breath is life. And breath can do so many things. It can speed up your heart rate, which helps accommodate the body while you're moving it. Or... You can use it as for breathwork journey where you can also help surface some stuck energy or you can slow it down. So you do that when you are amped up or when you are stressed out, you just kind of bring some breath patterns into your field and that will help just release those shoulders from those those ears and to help lower your heart rate while you are moving your body or in between your sets or movements. Uh, this is um, this is something that fighters do just to help get them uh, to get through these rounds. They have, I believe, two minute rounds and not much time in between to get back out there and redo it. So it is essential to bring in this modality into your practices, no matter what your practice is. Then we get into movement. So breath and movement are almost relatively the same where movement is just, it just feels natural. Even if you're dancing to lifting weight, to interval training, to just stretching and mobility. I mean, if you notice these things do help release some tension and not only physically, but energetically too. And then we go into vibration. Vibration. There's, we're in this day and age right now, sound baths and, you know, different ways of vibration. This knowledge is coming to our forefront here. And these are old ancient practices. We know how, like my, like, think about it. Vibration moves mountains, literally. That is what I think was used to help create these beautiful pyramids that nobody knows how the fuck they were made. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's a correlation there. So vibration does so much. And if it's doing something for the energy in your body, or sound bathing, if you've never done it before, it can create a lot of discomfort. Um, I did not mention this in the podcast and I totally forgot, but I'm going to tell you this now. Parasites. We all have some parasites in the body and I know it's kind of gross, but it disturbs those parasites in the body. So so does a full moon. (laughs) Ew. Anyways, I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. There's a lot of useful knowledge in here. And this is just another thing to help create that strong foundation and how to create more balance in your life. So 
Welcome to the second discussion of this practice, this modality, this course, this thing that I'm doing, (laughs) this series of events. I would love to hear your feedback in your favorite take backs. And yeah, this is something that you can listen to over and over again because in different stages of your life, you're going to listen and absorb only certain information. So there might be some information in there that might be beneficial to you in different stages of your life. So enjoy and have an amazing listen. Okay, we are here. Welcome. I'm going to get right to it. We're right on time. You know how long I've worked on, and it's been a struggle, like being on time for everything. And I, I have to give myself some leeway once in a while. I can be really hard on myself, but I've been known to be late for everything. And I've worked so fucking hard to make sure that I am on time. And I, fi- I feel like something that I battled with in my brain and I had to understand how my brain worked and to better understand why I was late for everything all the time. And it wasn't because I didn't value other people's time, but it was mainly because I personally struggle with trying to find out how long things take me. I do not count for certain things. Or I do now, sorry. (laughs) I do not want to speak that in existence because I do not want to live like that again. (laughs) It's taken me this long. I don't know. I am just so happy to be here. Thank you for joining me for today's discussion because it's a good one. And why is it a good discussion? Well, maybe what I'm about to share with you could help pivot you in your life and where you are at or where you're going. Okay, there, there's so much to, th- to this discussion, but we only have, I don't want to be going all night. Let's just say that. I am recording this on the podcast also, as well as this free pre-launch group. And um, this is kind of like my tester group. And these discussions, I feel are very, very significant to create a strong foundation in your life. And The reason why I feel, and I think I may have shared this before, maybe on the last episode, why I feel this is important. Well, something I've been talking about a lot lately, and that is how far removed we've been to um, just traditional medicines in our ancestor, ancestral line. And I'm going to say because, you know, I live in Canada. Canada is like just over 150 years old, which is not very old. But we're all like a shit mix of different things. It's like, okay, where are you from? Like, we don't ask, like, we don't expect someone to say, oh, I'm just Canadian. <laughs> like, nobody's just Canadian. Like, what is your lineage? I have heard a few people say, oh, I'm just Canadian. And they literally, as far back as just like, as far as they know, they've just been from Canada. So I, if that's you, I strongly suggest look up your last name uh, how far it goes even like your maiden name or your mother's maiden name or whatever that looks like and see how far back you can go and find out what shit mix are you from (laughs) okay I laugh because I am a Heinz 54 so is it Heinz 57 whatever it's the best kind how about that (laughs) okay today we are talking about 
how breath movement and vibrations can create strength and more balance in everything you do. This goes back to that ancestral practice that I've been talking about. Um, If you go into looking in anybody's like lineage, they have used these modalities um, in what they do. And we use dance as movement. Now, like it just comes more natural. Like in this day and age, we're like, oh, let's move our body because it's healthy and we want to get skinny. Okay, well... That is also a whole nother conversation when you're trying to create ex- or when you're creating expectations of, you know, moving your body to look a certain way. And I get that, you know, we always think, oh, maybe when I get skinnier, I will be happier. Or if you are really lean and you're trying to gain weight, it's like, okay, well, when I gain a few pounds or when I gain some weight, I'm going to be happier. Yes, there are both kinds. And I've had deep conversations with people who are trying to lose weight and people who are trying to gain weight and those who are trying to gain weight get just as um they get just as shooken up when someone talks about their weight and how skinny they are they don't like it okay you're basically telling imagine telling a fat person they're fat like that doesn't fucking feel good like they're they're trying hard so be mindful what you say to somebody because you never know where they're coming from. You never know like what their journey is and what that looks like. Okay, so back to ancient practices. This is why I'm doing this because we don't talk about this shit enough. This is not always free um, information and you got to fucking dig deep and use your discernment. And with all this crazy information that comes in, like what is at our fingertips? Okay, so let's just narrow it down and simplify this a little bit. So coming back to why breath? Well, let's start and end with breath. What happens if there's no breath? There's no life. We need breath in these in these bodies to keep them going, right? But breath also has so many other beautiful factors to it and benefits to it outside of just life. Life is like the general perspective, the general big, massive mother bubble. But there's just so much more that we take for granted for because we just breathe. And with breath, it's like, why is it so important? Okay, well, we talked about all like, yes, it's life, but it does all these other things like we can speed up our heart rate with it. We can slow it down with breath. Okay. Right? Like, I teach these things. So, especially in my workout classes, I teach how to slow down the breath and how to accommodate the body when you need oxygen in your body. So, that's huge because it brings strength and resiliency and um, your, like, if you can think about how good it is for your heart rate and your muscles on and on and on, but don't worry, we're going to get to it. Okay. So to slow the heart rate or to speed it up, let's talk about, um, slowing down the heart rate and the benefits to that. Well, 
when we are stressed, sometimes, well, every time, we do these short chest breaths. Like, we sound like a dog, <laughs> like a panting dog. Um, or I notice, like, when I'm not paying attention to my breath and I'm deep in thought and I'm moving, I breathe through my teeth and I, like, move my jaw out. Like, this underbite thing. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like... I don't really, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it because it's kind of, it's kind of like the snoring thing. Like you just don't know it until you catch yourself or you just don't know it. And I've been way more attentive to my breath since I've been teaching it more. And in my subconscious ear, I will hear me myself in the background and be like, whoa, Tiff, you, you're in deep thought here, girl. Like, let's slow this down. And let's, let's breathe properly. So what is a proper breath? Well, a proper breath is, it's actually a belly breath. And when I took my breath work course, which I'm still working through. <laughs> and if you want to learn more about that, I did talk about it in our last episode. Um, so back to breath with the belly breath. What I did learn was with the belly breathing, it brings more longevity in your life. And the reason why, let me pull out my notes here for this, because this was, um, this was very valid. And I'm going back and forth on my notes, which I thought I put it in order. But you know what? I'm just going with the flow. And these are just here just to like make sure I'm touching on everything. So proper breathing does start with through your nose. And the reason why I say through your nose, and it can be through your mouth, it's just either or, but through your nose, we actually slow down the breathing in process as opposed to with the mouth. It's like quick, a lot quicker. Plus through the nose, we are exercising all those little follicles in our nose. That's like a whole nother like science affair and what those do, but they play a huge role in your health. And helping to detoxify the air for your lungs. Because all those little follicles and molecules in your your nose, those hairs in your nose, help trap any of the air particles or anything like that to avoid it going into your lungs. So that's just part of what those follicles do. Um, So when we breathe through our nose, it moves to our belly where your diaphragm expands to fill your lungs to its fullest capacity belly breathing pulls on the lungs creating a negative pressure in the chest resulting in filling the lungs from top to bottom as opposed to just the top which is just like your chest breathing so over time if you do not practice belly breathing you will probably have some sort of heart issue older that this This is just from statistics that have been shown over the course of the years through belly breathing. There's way more health benefits than just chest breathing. Not to mention when you do that belly breathing, like we did last episode and it's like a, that full, like breathing in deep, like to it's like fullest capacity. It just feels so good, especially when it's your first big breath. It's like that big stretch and like it just feels right. Not only that, that type of breath really helps your stress levels. So we're 
we're going to get into that. I please just side note, keep that on the side there for that part. Um, I'm going to just go back to my notes just so I can like stay on fucking track because I can go on a tangent. Like seriously, I could go down the wormhole of this shit. Okay. So it slows down your heart rate. This is great for stress. Like when you are stressed out and like whatever the stress level is, if it's excitement or just emotional stress or like someone really fucking pissed you off, like take that big belly breath. And we're actually quite used to breathing through our chest. If you haven't noticed, and if you haven't noticed, I want you just to pay more attention that if you go to breathe through your belly, I want you to put your hand on your belly and try to push your hand out with your breath. So it's a belly and then chest breath. So when you ever do like these um, uh, breath work journeys, which are brilliant to help release any trauma or stuck energy in the body, that big belly chest breath, that's going to be the start of it. And it's a practice, much like meditation. It just takes time to practice. But I challenge you, do that for yourself every so often. Big breath right to the top. And then big breath out right at the bottom. And then you just kind of want to, you want to like expand your lungs like a, like a whoopee cushion, really. Like as full as it could be. And then as it, uh, how much, how much air you can push out. Treat them like a muscle. Now, for me, having asthma, I have used breath work to help with my asthma, and it's, it's been extremely helpful, like extremely helpful. And my lung capacity is like no other. So when I do breath work with my classes, I'm like, I'm like breathing beyond anybody else in the class. And it just goes to show how it has created space in my body and in my life to help slow things down okay getting back to it heart rate slowing down you do this through stress excitement and moving your body interval training this is what I promote this is my jam this is the program that you're doing with the workouts that I've given you and the workout program that's going to be available at March 20th it's it's all interval training and in between uh, the workouts or the segments or whatever it is so important to learn how to slow down the heart rate our last exercise class our live class is all about um, breath work and meditation so it is breath work and then the last one is meditation that's what it is don't quote me, but quote me. <laughs> okay, to help speed it up. Now, this is this is like what I said. Um, this is either you're doing this while you're moving uh, to accommodate the body for the amount of oxygen it needs to stay afloat, to keep going. Okay, like if you are doing interval training and you're not breathing, I fucking guarantee you, you're going to feel like you're going to die. Like... It is like a panic like no other when you don't have control over your breath. And if you've had a panic attack or if you have asthma, you know what I'm talking about. It sucks balls. Like it feels like you just need to go to the hospital because you feel like you're dying. 
Um, especially with panic attacks. I don't know if anybody's had one, but I remember my first one and that was during an extremely stressful time of my life. And I'm like, oh, this is what a panic attack feels like. This fucking sucks. Okay. How do we get through it? Well, you got to breathe and you got to breathe in a way that it's like your intentions are to breathe with intention, breathing in breathing out, breathing in. How long are you pausing at the top? How long are you pausing at the bottom? Just focus on the breath. And that's what we do in meditation to help, you know, pivot that mindset because we are designed to think that I always tell tell people like without trying to change or control where you're at, just go back to your breath. We're not trying to like change or control the the thoughts that are going through our mind because usually that works up that works against us but if we just bring in our breath and just focus on our breath that's a perfect redirection to get yourself back into the zone of like unplugging no fucks given nothing else really matters just the breath okay so uh oh and then to speed up your oh we, we did talk about this a little bit um through the breathwork journey so if you are ever interested in the cheapest way and a tool that you can use forever is a breathwork journey. I do have um, some very close friends that do this as a job because they've seen the importance of it. Um, it's, it's really about old stuck energy in the body. There has been some controversy around this discussion because we have so many uh, breathwork facilitators. Um, Again, I just don't remember if I talked about this in the last one, but if you are in the middle of a traumatic time in your life um, where your nervous system is shot, and if your nervous system is shot maybe because of how you've treated your body through substance abuse or food or not moving your body that is a time where I would suggest not to do any type of breath work like like breath work journeys because what happens during a breath work journey is it naturally develops DMT in the body now I don't know if you've ever like done DMT um it is something that we naturally have in our body and we can ignite it through breath work and DMT is like almost like this outer body experience. And you can have a lot of like self-reflections. You can have um, connection. Like you'll feel like you're having connection to the, your outer body or spirit or um, really connecting to your traumas and giving yourself permission just to release all that shit. And you can do that through anger, rage, crying, like just fucking let it out. Um, but I feel like when your nervous system is like unbalanced and it's at a high, that's the time when you shouldn't be doing something like that. Nor do I believe that you should be doing cold plunges too when your your nervous system shot. Like there's times, there's a time and a place for things and do those things when you're in a more calm state, okay? Um, but this that is a whole nother rabbit hole we could get into but we're just not going to get into that part today. Just just a piece of advice. If you ever want any have any questions about that, please message me and um, I can help clarify that part. So here we are. Now, speeding up your breath 
helps create strength. Um, Wim Hof shared a really cool um, fact and a new stat and whatever you want to call it. He was on Goop. I don't know if anybody had seen that with Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, Actually, that show is fucking cool, by the way. Gwyneth Paltrow literally shows all the natural ways of creating health in your body. Like just these different tools that you can use. You don't have to use them all. But it's kind of cool to venture through each and every one of them and see which one works for you. And this is a very similar concept that I do in my meditation classes is I bring in a lot of tools and it's up to you to decide time and place what's right for you. What works better for you? What do you like more? And when you like something, you're more you're more likely to follow through with it and then possibly stay consistent with it. And that's where you're going to notice a huge shift in your life. Some it some people have like different experiences when it comes to breath work, but it is truly one of those that one of those tools, one of those things that you'll get way more benefits um, after a consistent practice, not just the one time. It's like the first time I meditated, I was like, fuck this shit. This is boring. Like, I'm, my ass is itchy and I can't itch it. Like, no thanks. I'm thirsty. I don't know if I should drink my water. I can't wait to talk about meditation with you guys because that's going to be a whole nother topic when we get there I'm gonna help debunk that shit for you okay so what Wim Hof did is he had uh Gwyneth Paltrow and her like line mate whoever I forget her name (laughs) she was lovely but he made them do a push-up challenge and before they did anything he wanted them to show the camera and show him how many push-ups they could do just on their own like wherever they're at Gwyneth Paltrow was strong as fuck, so she pumped out, like, I don't know, however many, but it was hard, and her line mate truly struggled, like, it was hard for her, she's not used to doing push-ups, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, whatever, she didn't really create that muscle memory that Gwyneth, Gwyneth did, totally fine, you can do this with anybody, I don't care where you're at, but what he ended up showing them, and this is what I show my classes, is after... like just a quick breath work session it's just like (sighs) you can do it through your mouth you can breathe in your nose out your mouth but it's going to be at a more rapid pace if you could think about like almost like um like labor breathing and when I say labor breathing it's like all for you ladies uh you men probably know too if you've ever been ever watch tv or if you've ever been there for childbirth the most natural thing a woman will do is labor breath and that labor breath helps not only take away that body pain during the time but if you do it before a workout you'll notice a huge increase in strength so what happened when they did their breath work Gwyneth Paltrow and her line mate redid those push-ups and they crushed like triple the amount like they they literally blew their own socks off and how many more push-ups that they did that second round after some breath work so it just goes to show it it really doesn't take long at all 
to condition your body so that you are more resistant or resilient to CO2. So the CO2 is the breath out or just holding it in and there's just like no breath out, like in and out where it's just like a more of a breath hold. Uh, and when we're breathing in that oxygen and you hold your breath, well, you know, there's a few things that do happen. So in our breath work course meditation class, sorry, um, you'll get to feel that and you get to notice that awareness that needs to happen in order for you just to be more present with your body and what happens during that breath hold. Okay, I'm going down a rabbit hole. So I, I gotta, I have fucking speed things up here. Okay, this is this particular topic since we're here with how breath creates strength. Now, when I do my workouts, okay, you know the workouts that I gave you guys and you know, you can do I give you options. You can do 2-3 rounds or you can go 100 rounds. Okay? But for me, when I do like those workouts and I'm say I'm going five rounds or four rounds I will notice by the third round that I am only getting stronger and this is through interval training or as long as it feels hard and you are breathing hard and heavy even if it's like isolation workouts or interval training okay so either way you will notice a significant difference in your strength so that's how I know how much it works because I literally blow my own socks off. I can't believe how much stronger I get the harder I breathe. So challenge yourself with that. We will learn more about that during our classes, which are coming. This is, this is a few weeks of a, of a course and we got to go through all these fundamentals to make sure that we're covering everything. And this one, well, breath is life. How about that? Okay. So we talked about interval training, high, low intensity. Um, now let's talk about real quick, the benefits of interval training. Okay. So I'm going to just bring up the notes in my phone and No, this was the wrong list. Damn it. Okay, see? Tiff needs to slow down. That was the benefits of vibration, and we are not there. But interval training. Here it is. Because I wrote it down. Jesus. Okay. So the benefits of in- interval training is it improves stamina. You know what stamina is? Like, how long you can you go? Like, think about, like, a good, like, sex session. And you're just going for it. And then and then you got to stop because you are so out of breath. Okay, that's your stamina. I'm just using this as an example. <laughs> Come on. I know you can resonate. Um, interval training is really good for time-sensitive lifestyles 
like I said in our last recording, this was like the overall mother conversation of what this whole course is about is um, the time sensitivity and things. Like I don't want to be spending hours in the gym. Like I just don't. Like I love the gym. I really do. But I got a lot of shit to do. I got a household to maintain. I got mouths to feed, dogs to take care of, and all the rest. And trying to do me time. And you get what I'm saying? So time sensitive. Um, even though, yes, yes, we should be slowing down and creating more time in our life. But that time should not always be spent in the gym. Okay? And the reason why I really hone in and say that we should really, I heard this percentage uh, not too long ago that we should be spending about 33% of our day just taking care of ourselves. And imagine spending two hours of that in the gym. I have time. I want a bath. I want to fucking, I want to like, I don't know, just take my time with my skincare routine. I want to, I want to take my time eating my meals. When I cook my meals, I love to listen to music. Or just like listen to a podcast or sometimes I'll throw on some informational YouTube channel or whatever. I just don't want to spend it all on the gym. Um, This is the interval training is really good for your heart. It really is like the cardio aspect of it is like really good for your heart health. Um, You get to learn how to control your heart rate during interval training. And we're going to get more into that. And it also moves stuck energy. It's like an energy release. You know that when you've had a hard day, and for those who've been going to the gym, you can resonate with this, that you like crave the gym. You crave it because you had a hard day and you want to get your ass in there and move your body. Because it feels good. It feels real good. Those who've been done dance all their lives, they can't wait to get their asses in that studio and move their body. We're talking about like even fighting sports, like you're moving energy. I'm talking about like boxing, kickboxing, jujitsu, stuff like that. So yes, it moves stock energy and it relieves stress. Now with interval training, um, I do something and it isn't, I'll just kind of ruin it for myself and for everybody. But one of the workouts in my program is suicide burpees what is suicide burpees I don't know if I can say that anymore because like all these like language restrictions for our stupid slang English language it's like I just have to point that out but I really don't give a shit so with this workout the suicide burpees um a few things so when you're doing it it's like your heart rate gets really jacked up and it also, because it's like a full body movement, it moves that stuck energy. And I have made people cry during burpees because they've never got to that calibrate of movement and heart rate. And it just unleashes frustration, unleashes and, and uncovers all that stuck in old stuffed energy and like emotions. Like, and it comes out in such frustration that tears are flowing you're just like like so fucking mad um but that is a release and as a trainer I've never taken that personally because 
I know that's a them thing. And when they're done, (laughs) they are like a whole different person. So that is just like a little testament to how beneficial interval training is. So moving your body in general has its obvious benefits. I mean, doesn't it just feel right to move your body, whether you just Stretching it, dancing it, walking it, lifting it. <laughs> like, look what animals do. They're, they're right from source. Like, they are the most pure little souls. And as soon as they wake up, they stretch their body because they want to move the energy in their body. Um, after meditation, I get everybody to, like, stretch and, like, squeeze every muscle in their body, moving energy. Um, animals when they instinctively, when they're in like fight or flight, when they know that they're safe, like I have a chihuahua, (laughs) see where I'm going with this? They don't stop shaking until they have cleared that energy in their body. We just have this tendency and this beautiful gift as a human to have this ability to store energy in our body. And a lot of the times, it's not just ours. We're holding energy from people we resent, people we hate, and people we love. We got friends that we don't even realize that are energy suckers. We call them energy vampires, and they steal your energy, and and now you feel exhausted. Like, yeah, we want to protect our loved ones. So... We, when they're hurting, we want to take some of that pain away and we do that and we hold it in our body. And this is just another thing I talk about because this is a beautiful ability, ability that we have. And I teach people how to release that energy with their mind intuitively. And it has been a game changer, not only in my life, but so many people that I've taught this to. Uh, and something that I learned from my mentor. So let's thank miss stevie shaler for that one um okay so other ways to move your body like the benefits of it obviously lifting the weights we do lifting weights in the program that i teach because especially for women it's good for our bone density it really is and the fact of how much energy that it actually helps you relieve not only that you get you gain confidence during that time and you end up doing things that you never thought you could do. Do you know what that does for your confidence? That's just like a small little tool to set yourself up to help raise that frequency in your confidence realm. Because quite often, and I did this for years, it's just like the lack of confidence stopped me for so in doing so many things. Like even the things that like I didn't even know I could do, but I said I couldn't do it because I created a belief system around that. So another way, obviously, we said releasing trauma. So if you're stuffing emotions or energy, moving your body can help release that, especially when you are having to breathe hard, okay, hard ass breathing. And then meditation. Meditation is a beautiful way to help release some of that energy because we do it with um, intention and intention is huge because it's like it's like that psychic ability that we all have and it's all based on intention some of you are probably more psychic than you'd like to admit 
Um, I've seen this lots where a lot of people are actually quite intuitively gifted and they just stuff that shit because they just don't want, it's like a prince not wanting to be a prince. It's too fucking bad. Okay. Now we talked about how belly breathing versus chest breathing. We got into the reasons why that isn't, is so important. Um, okay. We've done the discussion with breath movement. They were kind of one of the same. Uh, going back to the original question, why breath movement and vibration is beneficial to your overall health and how it can create strength. Well, I showed you and told you how that it can create strength. We talked about the Wim Hof thing, um, how heavy breathing during your workout can actually make you stronger. Um, and we will put this all into practical practice um, as the weeks go on. We just have to put this in our subconscious now. Like, think about it now. And when it comes to time to actually moving our body, we're able to correlate the two a lot easier. Vibrations. So vibrations moves energy in the body. And um, I think... Again, I keep going back. I'm like, I think my last conversation, we talked about this, uh, the Petri dish thing. Remember, like before a Petri dish, the energy of the cells were like slow, sticky. You do the sound bath thing and then you take blood and put that under the Petri dish and all the blood is like flowing and full of life and all that. So today, this is actually really cool. Um, Today, we did a photo shoot with Oxygen in Mission. And for those who were able to show up, um, we just did a photo shoot based on the classes that we teach. And I have heard numerous times, like not all of the instructors have been able to make it to my meditation class, the sound bath class. But right now, I'm the only one that's doing the sound bath at that location. So there were some instructors there that had not taken my class and they had not had a sound bath before. And this is what happens with people who have not used sound um, vibration as a tool to help, you know, just uncover stuck energy in the body. And those who received that little small taste of a gift of a sound bath, one of the girls shared how enraged she felt and how triggered she felt she could feel the anger in her body this is really cool because I have had this and when I teach my meditations I I let people just kind of I prepare them for the possible anger if they're new to this that they could experience because when I experienced it I was like what the fuck I hate this. Like, this is, does not feel good for me. Like, I am hyped the fuck up. And what what's happening in there is the vibrations breaks up the energy in the body. And if you have, like, any, like, that stored energy, like that resentment, that anger, that frustration, that sadness, it surfaces it. And you feel it through every cell of your body. Um, so if you've ever had a sound bath and that's happened, just know that it's totally normal. So going back 
to sound vibration. Let's just bring in a little fact about um, about that. So with with the practices that, um, especially as a Reiki master, we go through the different chakras. If you've ever heard of a chakra before, for those who do not know, there are seven, well, there's there's 11, but in the body, there are seven chakra points. And it's like from the tip of your tailbone all the way to the top of your head. And they both have an energy point and they mean something different. When you use sound bowls, that are designed for a sound bath, um, they're usually designed to hit a certain hurt, which is like a certain vibration. And that's meant for those certain points in the body. Um, You could easily find that there is maybe one frequency versus another where you feel a shift in your body. And that is really important that you can pay attention and maybe peel that layer, that onion back a little bit and find out what is there for you. Why were you feeling the thing in in that area of your body? And you'll notice the correlation between energetically how it's feeling, what's going on in your life or what you've had to endure. There's a huge connection between the two. So with reflection, some philosophy, uh, groundwork, uh, you could really uncover a lot of shit there for you and just bring more mindfulness and, and not only that understanding because like I said before, if you last listen to the last episode, our subconscious knows what the fuck we are putting away and knows what we are willing to face. It's scary to face these fears because at the time that we felt them felt detrimental Imagine having to relive that. Well, you're not always like totally reliving it. So consider maybe a short period of time of living it versus the rest of your life. Just feel it for a second and you'll be done. And you're over. It's over. You're not over. That feeling, whatever the thing is over. Okay. So the ancient energy system called the chakras, which is the different energy points in our body, is originated from India, dated from 1500 to 1000 BC. India is an old ass country and they have beautiful practices around everything that we're talking about. Um, this comes from Vedas. It's an ancient dialect and uh, it's an ancient India text and it's philosophy for yoga. Okay. Um, so they did talk about the chakra points when it came to yoga and the correlation between that. But I am going to challenge all of that and just show that it's just there not only just when you're doing yoga. Just certain yoga poses are like somatic poses like where you hold this energy and trauma. And it just helps you release it when you are mentally present. Okay. Uh, sound of the bowls give off a certain vibration that moves the energy in the body. Now, we do this with the crystal bowls like I got right here. So let's give you a little sound. We did this the last recording. This is a B note. I used this at the last recording. It's just the same bowl from earlier. 
I was bringing out my metal, big metal like salad bowls uh, just to make food. And I cleaned one of them and it just reminded me, I was like, fucking, you could totally use those too, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know what hurts they are, but just something about that vibration just feels right. In the meditations, we do um, what I call bija mantras or remothering the soul. And through voice, let's go on to remothering the soul. It activates a certain nervous system in our throat. And it's a breathing in and a hum. Okay, so you're humming until you can't, you let go and expand it. All the breath that you have left in your lungs. Um, That somehow you can just feel intuitively how natural that feels how remothering remothering feels like when I say remothering it's like it's like that comfort of that motherly love that hug and it dates back to when you were in the womb that's the a very similar sound that you would have been hearing when you were in your mother's stomach it just like it's just there it's in your subconscious it just feels natural remember everything has a vibration so when you do hit each chakra point because they have a different spiritual and energetic meaning, you will see where you might have some stuck energy. And we do that also through the Bija Mantra. Each chakra point has a specific sound that helps, I, helps you identify where you have that stuck energy. It's uh, either Ram, Ham, Yam, Om, <laughs> so with with that um and the way that I teach it when it's hard for you to actually like get that out of your throat and in your your voice there's cracking or whatever it usually is an indication of some stuck energy or some holding back that you have going on in your life that maybe you might need to revisit and I feel like that's a way better way to doing that um why is it maximum okay I feel like that's a way more natural way of doing that of that energy release more or less like that natural thing that animals do it's like that shaking right like that vibration I think that's better to do that and maintain some balance rather than waiting for the carpet rip like if sickness illness or injury I would rather not burn the candle at both ends and just create balance and add these tools into my life all the time instead of just when I need them Okay. Even though we tend to do that, we tend to take action when we we need it the most. Like we only go to the doctor when we need to see the doctor. Well, I tell you, I really don't see my doctor very often. I really fucking don't. Because I've learned intuitively what I need to do and if it doesn't work, I reach research the shit out of it because my greater purpose in life is to create more balance and teach how to create more balance. And that's why we're here. <laughs> okay. We talked about how animals use vibration to release energy. We did it. We hit all the points. This is beautiful. We are 46 minutes in. And I think I'm going to add a card pull here for you just to end the session and the conversation. Um, if you have like any injury ailments or anything in the body um 
whatever it is, just know that that is your body speaking to you. And there is energetically and spiritually a correlation and meaning behind it. If you dig a little deeper and find out what that is, do some reflection around that. That will also help just create more space. Get rid of the fucking baggage. Because the whole idea right now is to learn the lessons we need to learn to move forward. We don't need to live in the past. Let's fuck that shit. (laughs) Let's... Clear that shit out of our auric field so we can be this better person than yesterday. We can raise our frequency. If you need help to help identify any of these things and ailments in your body, get this book. This is Louise Hay. She's come and gone. She's laid a beautiful legacy for us. Um, And this book is You Can Heal Your Life. This is the original cover. This is the book my mother gave me. Um, I've had this forever. Like, I'm just trying to see, where did she write in it? Oh, weird. She wrote a little note in here for me somewhere. I don't know. Okay, it's not there. There was a nice, okay. Maybe I'm losing it. But either way, check this out. It has a glossary in the back. And say for me, okay, I'm going to go to what I used to have was and I help maintain good health in this area is my lower back. I've had lower back pain a lot of times in a big majority of my adult life. And it was extremely frustration, frustrating, frustration. And um, I went, I wanted to dig deeper because I, I was dealing with this lower back pain where it just like, literally, I couldn't do anything for over six months. I couldn't even sleep in my own bed. And I wanted to understand more about what was going on here because I was doing all the things. I was I was healthy. I was eating all the right foods. I was exercising. Even though um, I was lifting a lot of weights, there was a part in my routine that I was not practicing, and that was my mobility and stretching, which we did that last week's class on Tuesday, the mobility and stretching. We talked a lot about that. Um, that part was missing for me and that was a that was the back injury was a result of that but it also was a result of shit I was not dealing with and I had to look it up in this bad boy and when I realized it had a lot to do with the fear of losing something and mine was about money I had a fear of not having enough money it was just never enough and honestly I had to peel that onion and that dated back to when I was a young child growing up all my life. We had no money. We were poor as fuck. We moved all the time because we just couldn't pay the rent. And that's where I got my money issues from. As soon as I peeled that onion and gained clarity around that and created compassion and forgiveness and just understanding my back pain was gone. And when I do, if I experience any type of lower back pain, that's the first thing I go to. Not only am I going to stretch in those, in the right areas to help relieve that back pain, but energetically, I'm going to go within and see what the fuck am I worried about? What am I scared about? So if you want to have a better understanding for yourself, go get this book. You can get it on Amazon. You can get anywhere. Um, Okay. Coming back to card pull. 
We're going to start with, we're going to start. <laughs> it's this mantra deck that I got from Beachbody. I'm not promoting Beachbody, but it's an awesome deck. It's an I am deck. We did this last week. Just going to do a card pull for the collective. And this is just a card that you need to hear. Not always what you want to hear, but this will be the mantra for the week. Ooh, I am fulfilled. I feel content and abundant in my life right now. Yeah. Imagine that fear of just not having enough or not having it right now. And when I get there, I'll have it. That's like creating that in existence as if you don't have it. Let's feel fulfilled now. Create fulfillment in your life and start with making your bed. Have a nice hot bath. Hydrate your body. Make sure you're eating your meal, your healthy meals. Um, take a look. You are probably not going without. You're, if you're listening to this, you probably have everything that you need. And if something that you don't have, do you really need it? Okay? Just Okay, moving on. I'm going to pull from this beautiful oracle deck. I love this deck. Mystical Shaman Oracle. You don't have to be religious to, to understand any of these messages because they just help help you know something you already knew. You already knew. It's just affirming what you already know. So this one has a deeper meaning and I love the meanings behind these cards I got a beautiful book here and it's going to give us the full detail but we're going to pull a card for the collective giving us something what we need to hear and something for you today I don't know who needs to hear this but here you go soul retrieval okay I think we could use our intuition the card number is 49, Soul Retrieval. I kind of feel we're, that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why you're listening to this. So let's get into more detail. Um, I already know what this is, but this is, let's just read it from the source, the book, the writer. <laughs> soul Retrieval is a practice that helps you recover a part of yourself, your energy, your enthusiasm, or your innocence that you have lost. At first, we'll use soul retrieval to recover from our hurts and heal from our childhood wounds. Later, we learn to journey to recover our original nature, that self that never left the Garden of Eden, who still speaks to the rivers and the trees and to God. When we return to Eden, we are whole again. The invitation, you are no longer fragmented. You are one with creation. You have healed the cause of the pain you feel, so you do not need to dwell on it any longer. Really, it's true. You are still hovering over an old wound. Find a new flight path. Don't be distracted with all the little stuff you've already mastered. Go for the big one, the journey back to Eden. The medicine. When did you compromise 
that you truly believed in to be loved or accepted by someone? No, let me say that again. When did you compromise what you truly believed in to be loved or accepted by someone? Does that make sense? Think back over your life and find the time or times this happened. Vow never to compromise your integrity again. What you have or what have you agreed to in the name of love that you know is deeply wrong? Make this right instantly. Right now. Do it right now. Soul retrieval. Do the things that help raise your frequency in your life. This is everything that we are learning in this beautiful course. I'm calling it a course because it's a fucking course. Let's just be honest. I have done this before and I was like coming to terms with myself like in everything that I'm doing right now. I was trying to master how to create this strong foundation, how to teach all this. And it's just come down to a a course with some basic um, tools. And these are tools that we, I have journeyed so long and learned from so many different people. And I just put it all together. And it's like, this just makes the most sense. So here we are. I want to thank you so much for joining in today. This was an amazing conversation. I'm so glad that you are here listening to it with me. Um, I would love to hear your take backs in today's conversation and what hit home. And if you didn't get to, you know, fully hear all of this message, re-listen to this because different times of your life and even different times of the month, you might hear something different. Something else might pop up for you that you're like, oh, I need to put some more energy and time into this area. So I hope you resonate with what I shared with you today. This leans very strongly in not only like myself and what I've done in my life, but I know that it is literally the secret to the sauce of just maintaining a good, healthy balanced lifestyle even though it's not always balanced but we're always striving for balance thank you again and we will see you next week